Just run the ball with Cam Opachowski. So this episode, we're going to be doing the same thing as last time. We're doing our top guys. We're doing sleepers. This one, we're doing tight ends and quarterbacks. We're going to start off with quarterbacks here. So I'll move us on to quarterbacks and start it off with Mr. Dak Attack. And Dak's someone who has struggled a little bit with injuries but he's been pretty consistent he's averaging 22 points prk 10 with the bye week and missing a week and i i just really like dak because cd lamb is good amari cooper is good dalton schultz has been good michael gallup is back zeke can receive and tony pollard plays well so they're clearly one of the best offenses in the league one of the best teams in the league and he's throwing the ball on that team. Like it just, to me, it, it makes sense. He's got some good matchups going forward. He has KC. Their defense has been abysmal after that. He's got Vegas. They just got torn up by KC. New Orleans is tough, but he has Washington twice, the giants, Philadelphia, and the hardest matchup is the Cardinals. So give me Dak. He's He's got so many good players around him. He's a good player. And I think once his calf gets healthier, he's going to start running a little more. We saw him get a rushing touchdown last year, first of the year. He's had at least four in all season, in all full seasons before. So if he gets two, three more rushing touchdowns and keeps playing like he is, I think he's going to be a stud. I like the schedule. I know he's not a huge number one name he's not a Josh Allen or Kyler Murray like we've seen but I think he has what it takes with this with with these matchups to you know really take that next step with all the talent around him yeah that for me that that's a really good pick I mean just I know every year the Cowboys offense everyone says this is the year that the Cowboys offense is sick and they always are and somehow never win but I think Dak is going to do really well He's, he was, uh, I don't know, I, I don't, my laptop actually crashed in the middle of your, um, your explanation. I frantically rejoined the Zoom call. So d- did you mention that he was out a week against the Vikings? Yeah, so I said he was out a week and had the bye. Um, and but, had the bye, and he's still top yeah, 10, which right. is very impressive. Yeah. Averaging 21.8. The only one averaging more than that, I believe, is Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Pretty uh, sure. Kyler Murray. 22.2 but he's missed some games and it's it's 0.4 gotcha okay so he's he's i mean he's up there with the, the best right so yeah i definitely agree that Dak prescott i could definitely see becoming the the best wow quarterback at the end of the season mm-hmm. for sure i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna hop on a bandwagon here after an absolute monster night from mahomes throwing up 400 yards and five touchdowns is he back I don't think so, but or do you? I was actually, <laughs> or do I? No, I I don't think he's back yet. But the reason that I'm I'm putting him so high is because I didn't even realize I, I knew he was been having a terrible season. And I watched him and it didn't look like he was playing that well. 
and yet somehow he still managed to be extremely fantasy relevant. I, I kind of, I didn't expect it at all. I was expecting to go in and have him be like the 11 or the 12, just based on the season that he's been having that when I've watched games, he misses throws. He's had a lot of picks, but somehow still um, the PRK one currently. So for me, I think that Mahomes is going to do is going to remain on the top. I'm hoping that this game against Vegas is a sign of what's to come back to kind of like more traditional, what we see of Mahomes of just like monster games, but I think he's going to do really well. I mean, he's had several games over 300 yards. He's had a couple games over 200 yards, which I know is not impressive, but with the way that offenses have been playing this year with just all the duds we've seen, like on the Ravens, the Bills, the Rams. I mean, if he's consistently getting over 200 yards, I'd say that's a win. But I think he's going to remain and, and do really well. I know he hasn't had the bye week yet, though. So PRK mm-hmm. won with, a, with an asterisk of not missing any games and not having the bye. So. Yeah, I don't have a ton to say about him. It's Mahomes. He's one of the best guys in the league. One of the best on paper teams. They – haven't been, but he's he's some guy I just I, I would never bet against. Then he was drafted as the PRK one and he's got a real good shot to be the PRK one. So yeah, I'm I'm good with that. Yes. I could I could see that. And yeah, the only thing that makes me kind of scared is they do have just an absolutely monster schedule coming up. And still bad defense, even though they played and, better. And yeah. But it does mean I'll throw the ball more. So I mean, yeah, take it with a grain of salt. Bad defense, so they're not gonna really run the ball, but he kind of is for being forced into running the ball, but yeah, I think the the Chiefs' version of running the ball is screen passes, and he can so, still be good if the team isn't great. Right, exactly. So expect to see a lot more screens out of home. So maybe not that big play potential, mm-hmm. but when it, when it gets out to it in the red zone on the goal line, the Chiefs throw their throw first, run second team. So definitely expect a lot of touchdowns out of them. Yeah. And How about so, sleeper? What do you got for a sleeper quarterback? Well, I didn't think I would really say this name at all this season, but Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G, let's go. And I have, I have Jimmy G because his efficiency is so good. And Rams defense is good. He went 15 for 19. That's almost 80% completion rate. He only threw for 182 yards, but he had 15 points. If that rushing touchdown Debo had was a normal passing touchdown, like wide receivers are supposed to get, he would have had 20 points, and that's against the Rams. And next week he has... The Rams with Von Miller, by the way. Yeah, right, the, the the upgraded Rams, and... He has Jacksonville next week, Minnesota, Seattle, Cincinnati, Atlanta, Tennessee's been good. And then Houston finishes with the Rams. So most of those sounds like a bunch of bad defenses to me. Yeah. Most of those matchups are good. And I know he's not going to be, he's not going to have those boom games like Mahomes with five touchdowns, but he's not, he's not throwing a ton of picks. He's not fumbling the ball a ton. He only has five picks on the season. And, you know, compared to his 10 touchdowns, he's, you know, he's he's a sleeper. He's not a stud. But to me, 10 and 5, not that bad. You got Debo on your team. And I still think IU could be okay. 
and Kittle's back too. So the offense. I was about to say when you finish, I was going to say I like the pick because one guy, George Kittle, back. And exactly, they have they have a ton of talent, and I know he hasn't been amazing, but I see him climbing, and that's why he's my definition of a sleeper because I think he's going to climb from his current value. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of that uh, of that pick. Definitely like Jimmy G and the the, the handsome man in the of the N, of the NHL or NFL. Sorry. Yeah, that's uh, that's like you. You're the handsome man of this podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm sure. Um, all right, so I like Jimmy G. I have actually a sleeper who I'll actually I'll start mine the exact same way that you started yours. A guy who I did not think I would be talking about this season. Will you say it Cam- the same way? Can't uh well how do you say it? What was the uh, exact just, phrasing? Just get really close to the mic and say. It. Oh, really close. All right, a guy who I did not think I'd be talking about this season, Cam Newton. And I, Cam if Newton. If you didn't hear, he is back. I don't know if you heard him screaming that the I'm back. Yeah. But he is back. First two touches went for touchdowns. Very impressive. Didn't really actually start the game. It was more like oh walk around. You do all the work, and then we'll give all the glory to Cam Newton, which is kind of dick. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, it seems like it seems like they're grooming Cam Newton to be like the main guy. He got a, a pretty decent contract for only joining halfway through the season, so I think Cam Newton's gonna gonna be uh, do well. Now, I'll say this: I would not start him for sure because mm-hmm. it's still question marks if he's gonna actually be the starting guy. He might just be like kind of like uh, I want to compare him to Taysom Hill and the Saints where. They put him in for like those run, those like goal line run plays, or if they're like third and short or fourth and short, they throw him in there. It's still possible he ends up taking a role like that, which I actually think is a good fit for for Newton. Yeah. Um, Do you think I there's like any chance he loses the starting job? Yes, definitely. Uh, I think that Walker actually, I thought he played really well. I mean, against the Cardinals defense too, I, th- I thought he played well. Yeah. And I know he was like the uh, the XFL like I think was what was he the best player in the XFL before he, he switched yeah, over. Yeah, he was he was the best quarterback and the first person to make it from the XFL to the NFL. Yeah. So well, I, this I like this XFL, not the like ten years ago, whatever. But yeah, the, the new one owned by what is it, The yeah, Rock? I think the Rock. It. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> what? Just yeah, anything he can so, do, he does. Yeah. Such a meme. Um, yeah. So and <laughs> he attempted four passes and he yes, had he did two touchdowns on the and one of them was rushing <laughs> one of them was passing well, yeah, yeah so he's yeah, he's like the it's like the goal line quarterback even though that's not even a thing but like goal line running back you think about the guy you put in for the touchdown he's like that but the quarterback version exactly yeah like it like it's he's like a i like to think of him as like a more athletic well i shouldn't i'm probably getting in trouble for saying that but like a stronger Taysom hill <laughs> yeah yeah i, I don't think know so too. necessarily because i uh, i've seen like taste him like doing sprints and like squats and stuff i don't want him to yeah. murder me in my sleep yeah i, th- but- I think it's th- this is one for me where i would have to make sure he's the starter but he's got washington and miami so he's got very very easy Soft opportunities balls. to uh to prove himself there exactly yep <clears throat> so okay i think time to move on to the um yeah, the, I think one of the most underrated uh, positions in, in fantasy after having the tight end that I'm going to uh, uh, use as my one, but we'll start with you. So who's your, your favorite tight end the rest of the season? 
Yeah, so I'll give you the spotlight pretty quickly because uh, I have Travis Kelsey drafted one, is the one, I think we'll finish the one. So not a ton to yeah. say here. Kelsey is Kelsey is good. Kelsey is consistent. He's had He's been a little lower than last year, but he's averaging 16.5 as a tight end. Yeah, you spent a first-round pick on him, but as – as they say in uh, ESPN, he's money in the bank. You know he's gonna do well, and yeah, that's that's all I got. So I'm confident yeah, in mean, that. He's a stud. Yeah, that's pretty much a lock. And I kind of figured you were gonna pick that, which is why I picked my my pick. But I'm actually gonna go, and this is I know he hasn't played since week three. If you can figure that out just by that, but uh, Rob Gronkowski. For Who's me, that? <laughs> yeah i know yeah uh no name tight end which uh, he actually has been a no name he hasn't gotten any points since week three i know he started week eight technically but left with back spasms extremely frustrating if you owned him in fantasy up until this point however i think this yeah, he, is he did get spot. he did get zero that week he had one target <laughs> yeah that's a tough go if you started him um i don't remember if i did or not but one target zero catches and then got back spasms and left tough go however <laughs> The, the two full games that he played, t- four touchdowns between them, split evenly two and two, which is just absolutely absurd. I mean, two touch like the odds that he said two full games played and got two touchdowns in both. That's that's awesome for fantasy value. And I know that we've been talking about not choosing somebody that scores touchdowns over yards. Tight ends, you the, have to. The tight. I was gonna say the tight end spot is so. I don't want to say thin, but there's not a whole lot of tight ends that just eat up yards. I think Kelsey is maybe Kittle are probably the only two that I would say are like just eating up yards every game. So when you get a tight end, really what you're looking for is touchdowns and the Brady Gronk red zone connection is just absolutely insane. It's just, they see like, I don't even think Brady needs to look where Gronk is to get touchdowns. They just, he just like throws it up and Gronk is down there somewhere. Yeah. I, I would say totally unofficial, no stats involved, complete guess the top tight ends you're going to see can get like, if you get 600 or 700 yards, which is mm, fine. It's, it's good for a tight end. It's not great. If you get like eight touchdowns, let's say as a tight end. So you get a touchdown every other game. That's a top 10 tight end right there. And the yards yeah, that's like Tunyon last year. Yeah, exactly. The yards aren't that impressive. Like 600 yards, I'm looking at Mark Andrews right now. He has 623 yards. He's a very good tight end. That's halfway through the season. You can finish with six yards or six, 600 six yards, yards a season and eight touchdowns. And if you're that red zone guy, you're going to be a top 10 tight end. That's, that's all it takes. You're not going to be a Kelsey. You're not going to be, you know, a healthy Gronk, but you can finish top 10 without a ton of yards because not a ton of tight ends are catching touchdowns. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I'm the same way. For me, tight end is the only exception of yards over touchdowns. Um, mm-hmm. I think that tight ends is definitely a touchdowns over yards kind of position. So for that reason, I chose Gronk. Um, yeah, sleeper and, tight end, though. That's This is where things get a little bit interesting. Oh, sorry. Did you have something to say? Really I, I was just going to say his two fully healthy games, two touchdowns each. Exactly. So definitely the connection that you need to have there. Yeah, but go ahead. 
Um, sleeper tight ends. This was this was tough for me because <laughs> we just mentioned that the tight end spot. I mean, once you get past the top five, there's really nothing that special. Um, so it was tough for me to find a sleeper tight end, but I, I ended up uh, settling on Pat Fry or Pat mm-hmm. Fryermuth. And I know he just, I know, like just let up like that game losing fumble. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a, a tough look for my sleeper pick. The last thing he did was fumble a game away. But before but, that, he won one. So we'll call it even. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, we'll call him even on the year. Exactly. He did win a game. So win a game, lost a game. It's probably more than most people can say if they're a tight end. Uh, at, tight end tight end. at 23 years old. Exactly. And hailing so, from the North Shore like most <laughs> football players do. Yeah, it may. Uh, I mean, he's probably. I mean, one. I'd say probably ten max people from the North Shore in the NFL or the NFL. I can't imagine there's very many. I would say less. Than, yeah, probably less than that. He's only. He's the only one I know. Exactly, and so until you make me, it to the. Well, you're South Shore, so even if you made it. Yeah, I'm so, South Shore, so I wouldn't. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't count. Right, doesn't sure. count. Okay. Yeah. Um, but so he's my sleeper pick just because he's been pretty consistent. He's been getting a lot of end zone looks. Actually, I think I watched uh, a a drive maybe three weeks ago, four weeks ago, where he literally got three red zone looks in a row. He didn't connect on any of them because he was being covered pretty well, but that's pretty impressive if you're getting three end zone looks in a row. Oh, yeah. As a so tight end, I, too. Exactly. So I like him a lot as uh, as my sleeper tight end. How about you? Who do you have as a, a sleeper? Yeah, so I do like Pat Fry. Like you said, he came off a not-so-good game, but before that, he's he's been really hot. So someone that I didn't know was a person until a few weeks ago, didn't even know he was in the league, Dan Arnold on the Jaguars. And he's actually, he's been a stud. He got traded to the Jaguars. um, I believe in a trade from the Texans, but I'm going to look it up, even though I'm sure no one else knows, but just want to make sure. And you don't know the, the whole story behind uh, Dan Arnold. <laughs> and, um, Come on, man. I thought you were a football fan. <laughs> so I, I can't initially find it probably because the database doesn't exist since he <laughs> just, came, just came into the league, um, just sporadically appeared. But um, oh, why can't I find this? Is he just not a real person? You have to change it. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking up too, and I, my I, my phone actually just disconnected from the Wi-Fi. <laughs> I don't know if that's a coincidence or not. But I thought you're gonna say your phone just combusted. Um. <laughs> no. Oh, I, oh, I found it. He was on the Saints. Okay. Uh. Yeah. So, I don't know how I forgot that because you know he was so relevant then. But yeah, Dan Arnold, as I said, you know, complete stud, just on and off the field, very well known household name here. But this actually, he is so much of a stud and so talented he defeats the touchdown argument because in his three games with the Jaguars he's been targeted 10 times seven times and seven times with 15 10 and 14 points on no touchdowns so no I don't think he's going to be this good the rest of the year but give him three touchdowns or so he's a top 10 top five tight end on the week so I like him because Jags offense has been okay. Marvin Jones has not been as good as he started. LaVisca Chenault is just not as good as everyone thinks. So Dan Arnold to me is a consistent guy. And 
like I said, no touchdowns and he's been in double digits throughout these three games and give him a few touchdowns. He's going to get them eventually. I know it's not a super high scoring offense, but when he gets them, he's going to be a very good tight end as opposed to someone who gets one reception for 15 yards, finishes with 7.5 with that touchdown. If he's getting four receptions on top of the touchdown, he's going to be, you know, 12, 16, 20 points. So I'm, I'm in on Dan Arnold. Uh, never thought I would say that because I, I didn't know who he was, but he's been good. So you can't, you can't argue that. I guess that's, that's pretty impressive for targets. I will say, I didn't even know that I, I'm looking at him now and I gotta say I'm impressed. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Wow. He's, so I, he's a, he's a deep sleeper then. Yeah. A wicked or, or just I'm, not known. Maybe they made up these first weeks. Maybe he wasn't even in the league and they're just like throwing numbers. <laughs> just, just throw, do some random numbers. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know who he was until just now. So yeah, I, I think that deserves the sleeper of the sleeper of the week award. <laughs> Thank you. Cause I, at least I've heard of everybody else, but this yeah. guy is, um, wow. I didn't even realize that. That's a good pick. Thanks. Um, so yeah, especially now I look like an idiot after all that talk about <laughs> touchdowns instead of yards. It's okay. <laughs> it took me five minutes to figure out what team he was on. So <laughs> Yeah, so this is an extremely deep sleeper. So I'd say pretty much everyone has a chance to add this guy on, onto their roster, which is good. So if you got nothing out of this, because some of the guys we named are pretty well-known guys, this is it, your chance to to get a guy on your roster. I'll probably just put Dan Arnold in the title just so everyone can skip listening and just go right to the wave the wire <laughs> and, you know, go go grab him. Yeah, or, or like look at this and be like, Dan, I don't know what the hell these guys talking about. <laughs> yeah. Just skip the entire podcast episode. Yeah, that, that's true. But uh, yeah, who do you, I, mean, I know it's not going to be as uh, or no, sorry, you said Pat Fry, but um, who do you, yes. who do you think out of the, this was a question I had out of the injured players coming back. I know, I know you had a few, who do you yes, think someone that on the other end could be a bust that you're not believing in? So someone specifically coming back off injury or just someone that I think is going to be a bust? Yeah, someone coming back off injury because I, I had been looking and there were you know a few people that are coming back this week and coming back soon and there I can if if you want to think about uh, it, yeah a- I, I I already have one in my head and this you do this okay, kind go. of a hot take um and keep in mind I did not check the recent injury reports so this is just off the top of my head sure but um Chris Carson I I'm I'm struggling to find a, a good reason for his return well not a good reason but a good kind of come back for him he should never return <laughs> yeah um the seahawks i mean russ he w- he struggled to say the least and yeah. i know he's like he's i don't think he's ever had missed a game previously before this time so he's this is kind of new to him like kind of taking a time off and coming back hopefully he bounces back but i i'm hesitant about carson coming back and how he's going to perform against a team that is already trying to figure out Russ's return as it is. So they already have that on their plate and then throw that on top right. You have another guy that hasn't practiced in a long time coming back to the team and trying to do really well. For me, it's just too many variables and I, I, I get kind of spooked from it. So I, for me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I would stay away from Carson if possible. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of up and down about Carson. I actually almost traded for him last week and it seems like he is back at practice, but then they're like, he might play, but he also might be out for the season. So to me, I think if he gets on the field, he'll be good, but it's not, 
it's definitely not worth the risk to trade for or anything, but I wouldn't drop him because I still, I still think if he plays, he could do well because Alex Collins has been so bad. And if you need four points to win your game, put Alex Collins in because he'll do that. He'll, he'll get you four points, but he won't get you anymore. Maybe five. If it's a really easy matchup, he has been so bad and just not a good backup. So if you want to base it off that, I think it's a fair point if maybe it's just the run game isn't going to work for them. Yeah, I think, I mean, I could be completely wrong. Like This is a kind of a hot take, I'd say, to, to say that he's bad. But I just, I'm getting scared by Russ and him both coming up injury around the same time. It's just a yeah. lot to handle for an offense. No, that's a fair point. And just to, just to kind of touch on that, it's somewhat similar situation. But the person I had in mind was Miles Sanders. I know you were... Oh, dude, that's another one. That's a good one. I should, can I switch yeah. mine as a toy? <laughs> yeah, I know you. I know you're a proud owner of Miles Sanders, a proud dropper of Miles Sanders, and this is something I said in the preseason episode for running backs. I said a few weeks in, I didn't like Miles Sanders, and the reason I saw him on the waiver wise because he's been dropped in a lot of leagues. He was, you know, probably a fourth round pick, and he's averaging nine points. Then he got injured, so it's like, what are you gonna do with him? I just don't think this offense is right for any running back. I think it's right for one every week. But to me, I'm not reaching for Miles Sanders because maybe Boston Scott has, you know, five carries and two touchdowns. Miles Sanders has 15 carries, no touchdowns. So you pick the wrong running back that week. And I just, I, it's yeah. not worth it to me. I, I want to go back and change my pick. Actually, this, that, that was a much better pick than mine. I hate Sanders. <laughs> you're right he, he sat on my bench and did essentially nothing and i gotta say the best thing i did for my fantasy team this season was dropping him i will say yeah that that did give you some positive momentum actually <laughs> i don't want to correlate it but i, I am on yeah. a five game win streak ever since i dropped them I don't, I don't know if that's direct correlation or not but actually i got hunter renfro out of him i believe so that for oh, me uh, was yeah. I mean, not like a very nice trade up for me yeah. I, I have to, i'd have to go back to double check but i'm pretty sure i ended up getting hunter renfro from which was, I mean, if someone right now offers you a trade Hunter Renfro for Miles Sanders straight up, they should be a fantasy owner, and you should 100% accept that. <laughs> yeah, Hunter Renfro, I was I was thinking about him as a sleeper, but he was actually even higher up than I thought, so I was like, he's... Yeah, I he, think he, he kind of pushed yeah. out of the sleeper range. Yeah, no, he's he's been good, though. So, yeah, this, this is what we got. Like I said, the top people we have, top people we think going forward we got some sleepers too so check out the sleepers dan arnold's definitely on your waiver wire go pick him up don't pick up miles sanders so yeah leave him leave him on the waivers where he belongs yeah so some of these guys just if if they're out just keep them out don't don't pick them up leave them there but this is who we have we'll see how it sorts out i'll be posting the rankings as well our new top 10 after that first upset week, we had another one, so wanted to change those. But we'll we'll see moving forward. Hopefully, some of these guys will stay studs. We'll see what Mahomes has to do and see if they can finish number one or just, just the best with the season. A lot of stuff with schedules and playoffs are really important, too, so you want to make sure you're starting the right guys there. What the f*** does that mean, Kobe Bryant? You're welcome.